Let's continue with our lessons of understanding what we're saying and what what we're really connecting to when we when we daven the 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 Shmona Esrei and Amida. So here now we're in the part of Kedusha. Kedusha takes the place of Kedusha Hashem and the repetition of the Shmona Esrei. And this time it's not said by the individual. The prayer is a heartfelt congregational praise of God where we attempt to replicate the words and the movements of the angels. And this Kedusha highlights our public praise of God. It's written in the plural. We will sanctify your name in this world as the angels do in the highest heavens. And here we say, we will sanctify your name on earth as they sanctify it in the high heavens as written by your prophet. And one angel calls to another saying, Holy, holy, holy is my master of the legions. The whole world is filled with his glory. Those facing them say, Blessed, blessed is my master's glory from his place. And in your holy writings it is written, My master shall reign forever. He is your God. Zion, from generation to generation, praise God. So, is man higher than the angels? So at first glance, we would say that angels are far superior to man. After all, they are perfect spiritual beings praising God in the highest of pristine heavens. In contrast, man lives an earthly existence with an ever-present desire to sin. He's challenged until his dying day with overcoming moral lapses and sinful deeds. Yet often, simultaneously, with, simultaneously, he seeks to establish a relationship with God before we leave this world. Surely angels are on a higher plane. But somewhat surprisingly, our rabbis and the Talmud teach us that this is not the case. Jews are ranked higher than the angels. Here it says, the Jews are dearer to the Holy One, blessed be He, than are the, the ministering angels because the Jews are allowed to recite a song of praise before God at all times while the ministering angels do not recite a song of praise for God more than once a day and others say it only once a week and others say once a month and others say once a year and others say once in seven years and others say once in 50 years and still others say once in eternity. And what's more, the angels may not recite their song, Kadosh, Kadosh, on their own. Rather, they must first wait for the Jews to recite the Kedushah, and only then may they participate with them. And the ministering angels do not recite their song above in heaven until the Jews recite their song here below. And so how is it possible that the praises and songs of mortal men are more beloved to God than those of his heavenly angels? The answer may lie in a heated debate between Moshe, Rabbeinu, and the angels in God's presence over to whom God should give the Torah. The angels above or the Jewish people below. It says here, and Rabbi Yehoshua ben Levi said, When Moshe ascended to heaven, the ministering angel said before the Holy One, Blessed be he, Master of the universe, what is one born of a woman, Moshe, doing here among us? God said to them, He has come to receive the Torah. The angel said to God, This is most this treasured Torah you intend to give to flesh and blood? The Holy One, blessed be He, said to Moshe, respond to them. Moshe spoke to God, Master of the universe, I am afraid to respond to them because they may burn me with the breath of their mouths. God said to him, take hold of the throne of my glory and give them an answer. And Moshe said before him, Master of the universe, the Torah that you are giving me, what is written in it? I am your master, your God, who took you out of the land of Egypt. Moshe said to the angels, did you go down to Egypt? Were you in slavery to Pharaoh? Why do you need Torah? What else is written in it? Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Do you engage in labor that you would need to rest? What else is written in it? You should not murder. You should not commit adultery. You should not steal. 
Is there jealousy among you that might lead to murder? Do you possess an evil inclination? And immediately the angel submitted to the Holy One, blessed be he, that Moshe was right and God's Torah belongs with man on earth. So the shocking answer to her question is, how could man be higher than an angel? And this is precisely man's evil inclination, which we have to overcome and redirect, that places us on a higher spiritual plateau. Angels were created as heavenly beings with the purpose of praising God and performing his spiritual missions. Because they're not part of a physical existence, they are not challenged by evil temptations. And when no spiritual challenges to overcome, they don't rise to higher spiritual levels. They are described as static beings. And in contrast, man constantly faces challenges. And to our beliefs in areas of honesty and integrity in family life and personal relationships and much more, when man overcomes these challenges, we rise above the angels. In our conscious decision to refuse evil and to do good, we attain a higher spiritual level. And then we say, we will sanctify your name on earth as they sanctify it in the high heavens. So in the opening words of this most holy prayer, it appears that we're waiting for the angels to begin the Kedusha prayer. And we simply repeat it once they begin. We will sanctify your name on earth as they sanctify it in the high heavens. But as stated before, the facts are much different. The ministering angels do not recite the song above in heaven until the Jews recite the song below. The angels in heaven wait for us to begin and follow or lead as we both say the, the very same words on or about the same time. But it's man who chooses holiness, who is favored over the angels. And then we say, holy, holy, holy is my master of legions, of the legions. The whole world is filled with his glory. And why is this praise, Kadosh, declared three times, holy, holy, holy. And according to the Targum Yonasan, it means God is holy in the highest heavens, God is holy on earth, and God is holy forever. And for all time, master of hosts, the whole earth is filled of his radiant glory. And God revealed himself to our people in his full glory during the area of Yeshaya. His presence was felt everywhere. Yeshaya envisioned God in the highest heavens and in the lowest levels of the earth. With the relationship of God and the Jewish people in the full glory, Yeshaya declared, the whole world is filled with his glory. And this was the vision of Yeshaya before the destruction of the holy temple, the spiritual center of our people. The services that took place daily infused the nation with a holiness and purpose that was unrivaled. And during this period, ten miracles took place daily in the temple. There was no doubt or uncertainty about God's presence presence every jew could profoundly proclaim the whole world is filled with his glory and after the destruction of the temple our world changed and now the vision of the prophet yehiskiel a refugee in an exile an eyewitness to the terrible devastation appears in the closing section of kedusha says then a wind lifted me and i heard behind me the sound of a great noise saying blessed be the glory of my master from his place and according to several of the commentaries, God's status did not change after the exile during Yehezkel's lifetime. God's spiritual impact on the heavens and the earth were there as before. His honor and blessings emanated from his place, just as potent as ever. It was Israel that suffered in the exile, that did not experience the full measure of his honor and glory as they did in the days of the temple. And after such a tra tragedy, even the angels turned to each other and asked, where is the place of his honor? And it seems that God's presence has been hidden even from his angels, to which they respond, Blessed be the glory of my master from his place. God's presence is still here, in full glory, but it's concealed from us. And we say, My master shall reign forever. He is your God, Zion, from generation to generation. Praise God. And what? why is it that this declaration concludes every single Kedusha? 
When we recite the Kedusha in the synagogue, we ascend to a higher level of holiness. We become like angels. In fact, we recite this prayer together with the angels. We long for the days when we will call out to God in the temple and declare that He is the last, last, holiest of all, from whom we derive our inspiration and spiritual calling. It is our hope and vision that our eternal God will reveal Himself in His eternal city, Zion, Jerusalem, forever. Baruch Adonai Leolam, Amen ve Amen.